0: Alrighty, so you'd like to go with education. Great. Together, we can go to schools and speak with students about the importance of flying foxes and how to ensure their well-being in the wild. We'll look at making some other resources like TV shows, books, videos, to teach people about how important flying foxes are in the environment. Maybe a podcast would be a good idea.
1: Hmm.
2: In three, two, one, stand by.
0: More and more, we find them roosting in our neighbourhoods, causing conflict in our urban communities.
2: Bat urine and bat faeces have no Australian bat lizard virus in it at all. It's not infectious.
1: Isn't that like the most amazing thing you've ever seen? <laughs> we understand it can be difficult at times to live nearby flying fox roosts which is why we have a long-term plan to try and encourage them outside of the urban area. In the meantime, we try and do as much as we can to try and support residents that do live nearby flying fox roofs. So, that was fun. We got a lot
0: accomplished in the last month or so. People are definitely becoming more aware of why flying foxes are so vital to the environment, which is great. We didn't damage the environment doing it and, it only costs 15 baddie bucks. However, educating people about flying foxes doesn't help the situation right now. Sam and her neighborhood are not coping. We haven't helped the situation at all and there are a lot of stressed out people.
2: So, education is a valuable tool to help people recognise why flying foxes are so important to the environment. But it doesn't improve the situation for Sam or anyone living nearby right now. We need to try a different approach, at least for our first option. So, let's have another go. Would you like to try the dispersal method? Head to Episode 5. To create a buffer, go to episode 6. Or to build a new habitat, pop on over to episode 7.